Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Sans Pants Radio, we're laughing on the inside. Got any compliments? Email us at sanspantsradio at gmail.com and we promise to reply. For everything else, including links to our other shows, our Twitter, and our Patreon account, head to sanspantsradio.com. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shut Up A Second. I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Zoe Bellotta. And I'm Nick Kappa. And today's topic is cheesy action movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a bus crashing, but I don't know what that sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Ah, the bus! <laughs> no, no. There's that moment of silence before the bus yeah. really tips. That moment where and everybody the in the music. bus is like, are we done? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> um, okay. Calm before the storm. <laughs> Being, but you know, like when a bus crashes in a cheesy action movie, bus driver is never what a bus driver looks like. They're always kind of okay looking, not like some fat guy being like, oh! Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the bus drivers I know would not fare well in a bus crash. No, yeah, yeah. not at all. I imagine, like, the action hero would swerve past in, like, a Mercedes, the bus would crash, and the bus driver would get out and just start swearing. <laughs> yeah. you, do you have your fucking ticket? Exactly. Do you have your fucking ticket? Oh, man. Imagine being, like, at a bus stop, and you're like, where the fuck's my bus? And it's like... <laughs> Accident, car accident, because of an action hero star. Uh, I guess if he was saving the world, I wouldn't be that pissed like, off. I'd be like, hey, fair enough. Like Sandra Bullock just rocks up <laughs> in a bus, and it's like, what are you doing driving a bus? Yeah, like, exactly. We, what happened? Like, I would just fully question it. Like, uh, am I, I even know. on a bus? Like, <laughs> what is this? Am I dreaming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting naked? Is this what is happening? And then if she just drove it normally, you'd be like, um, if I if a bus pulled up and somebody as attractive as Sandra Bullock yeah. was driving. I would be, I'm just not getting on this bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when Something's I start, like, gonna go get wrong. smashed by a bloody plane down the track, I'd be like, ah, that's <laughs> what I, I fucking tell said. <laughs> what if that was, like, Dennis Hopper, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know his name in speed. Mm. He's the bad guy, but that's why he chose that route. He's like, okay, look, I've got to stare at this woman through a camera on a bus while I threaten her <laughs> life and everybody else. Yeah. I don't want it some ugly dude. Yeah, yeah I've got I don't to choose the attractive bus yeah, yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that seems like pretty reasonable thing to do why was he i've never seen speed why is he getting that bus oh why it is why why anything why the whole oh, plan? it's like he wants much so he holds the whole bus ransom oh, okay and 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 the bus 
can't drop under 60 miles an hour. He's lucky that he chose a bus with like a lot of rich people on it. Because yeah. who takes the bus? It's it's no, really funny. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about taking extorting the, the government, not it's the people government. on yeah, the bus. Yeah. Like everyone's like emptying yeah, their yeah, pockets. Yeah, like, like, oh, okay. yeah, I was just like about some old nana being yeah, like, I have no Okay, money. throw your money out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> when you drive past, hurl me your change. <laughs> okay, that's not the plot I, of speech. Uh, that's that not the plot. 30 cents? <laughs> I've got 30, I spent it all on my Mikey, so you can have my Mikey. Actually, Speed 2 Cruise Control yeah. is uh, on, a, on a ship, so there would have been a lot yeah. of rich people on there. I That's true. Then it makes sense. Sorry. For a but second, like, when you're like, I think he's extorting the government. I thought you were going to say, I think he's extorting the bus companies. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're still super yeah, low-key. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've, three buses crashed last month, and now some dude wants our money. We, are, we have nothing. Oh, we are putting so much money it. into establishing new routes. The trains sorry, are going to be Dennis all over Popper. us. <laughs> Why not? Try something more reasonable. Mm. Okay, okay. So, if you could have two vehicles crash in a cheesy action movie, or like a chase between two vehicles, but like not vehicles that have ever been in a chase. So, if you're like two cars, I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up, choose something better. <laughs> what would they be? I- I'm going to say, um, uh, like, you know those hover boats you get in like the Louisiana swamps? <laughs> And a blimp. Oh, wow. That's... How good would that, that chase be? That is excellent. When is there a chase in one of those swamp boats? In I think in like, all of those movies that had um, fucking, uh, 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 what's his name? Bloody, oh my God. He's with a chimp in one of them. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint, is it Clint Eastwood? He is with a chimp in a He's in a chimp in a film. Any which way but loose. <laughs> He's in fucking Squeal Like a Pig. Oh. Help. Oh. <laughs> you know the oh. guy? To- oh, but. Burt, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, Burt yeah. Reynolds has to chase in a, a hover. What do you call it? A hoverboat? I guess yeah. so. Surely fan, not a hoverboat. That's boat. too it's a fan fan boat. Maybe. I, re- I remember like those cheesy movies, like talking about Burt Reynolds. He's in one called Cop and a Half, and it's very like <laughs> yes. this little kid helps him out on a case. That's like awesome. back in those days, they just got a cop, and then they just put like something, something with weird him. with him, like. Sylvester Stallone's in one called Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. That's about his mum witnesses a murder. It's like, oh, let's put something weird with a cop. Yeah, let's put like a alien a with a cop or, a, or a, yeah, yeah, like a like a dog. Yeah. Like I, Turner think, and I think the the one that took the cake with that kind of like buddy cop yeah. and crazy buddy is the Whoopi Goldberg, I forget what it's called, but like her partner is like a... A dinosaur? Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, yeah. Isn't she a dinosaur? No, no, no. Whoopi Goldberg is like the best cop on the force. Oh, oh yeah. Really? And she gets a dinosaur. And she gets with partnered her. with a dinosaur. It was like. Something. Oh, fuck. I know that movie. Yeah. It's, like, it's like super weird. It's like set in a future where dinosaurs and people are just still. T- it's like too high concept for what it is. Wow. <laughs> like that's... there's so much world building, and you're like, well, there's a dinosaur in a fucking Hawaiian shirt just spouting wacky nonsense whilst Whoopi Goldberg tries not to cry. <laughs> like that's that movie. But that's like the 80s, like the dinosaur does like sweet rap breakdown yeah. at one point. Yeah. You're like, the 80s was a weird time. Yeah, yeah. Cool. If, if you were making a cop movie and there was no rap breakdown in the 80s, that's an instant zero out of 10 from Roger Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah the 80s was such a weird time because you had psychedelia in the 70s. Yeah. And then the 80s is like corporate structured psychedelia. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like uh, psychedelia with money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought of this like hypothetical action movie where it's about nuns in a convent All right. and um, they are being extorted by local gangsters, yeah. I guess, and so they're, they're going to take the convent, like burn it down if they don't pay the, the extortion money. Awesome. Uh, awesome. And then they catch like two thugs or something or two thugs come in, like two really badass guys, 
to confess their sins every time they've killed somebody. Yeah. And then they said, there is one way you can clear your debt to God. <laughs> and then they, like, induct these two guys as nuns. Oh, that's and awesome. then they just watch this movie. Oh my all god, the time. that's amazing! And then they just go on a rampage and just all those, you know, like hail Mary, and yeah. then just shoot the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Oh or, my god, I'm none the wiser. Or something like <laughs> hail Mary, full of bullets. Hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Enough movies where nuns fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. That's just a genre that we need to capitalize on. Nun exploitation films. I was listening to that song by Eurythmics. Sisters are doing it for themselves, <laughs> yes. and I want that to be the soundtrack. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, And you could have like this super minimalist poster that was just like a nun's habit with like a bit of blood splatter yeah, on yeah. it, like the white, black, and red. <laughs> What's oh, white and black Oscars. and red all over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so, okay, what do, you, what do you reckon? Two vehicles chasing each other. All right, I, so I was thinking someone on a Segway. Oh, God. Oh, are always I'm already in. That's great. Spot on for I, a chase. I don't care what the other vehicle is. I'm no, 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 because it gets better. Okay. I want so. I want our action star on a Segway. Yes. And I want a fat kid on a bike chasing him. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. that's good. Just a fat kid. Why is the fat kid chasing the him? The fat kid is the bad guy's son who's trying to prove it. Oh, yes. To his father. He's like, I can kill this guy for you, daddy. Why don't you love me? The idea of, like, a fat kid with two, like, glocks resting yeah. them on the handlebars. Because how do you fire a gun from a Segway? The moment you take your hands off the bars, you fall. That shit's all about yeah. balance. In my mind, it was on like quite a quiet boardwalk, like on the beach, and people are just kind of like, "What's happening there?" And he's just like, "Segway." And the fat kid just, oh yeah, he's so tired and sweaty. The fat kid's like, I don't know, he has this like this vision or something to. He just starts pedaling really fast out of nowhere. You know those bad movies? How some how somehow yeah they get some kind of like. I killed my father. Ah! Like, oh. <laughs> For adrenaline, it like cuts and it's like really fast, and you're like, he's gonna fucking do it, and then it like just pans out, and it's just him like one yeah. k an hour, fucking hating he just, his life. He just has a heart attack. Yeah, he's like, I should have gone into floristry, like Mum said. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm not a killer. <laughs> Just catching up with the bad, like the the action hero who's like stopped for a fucking ice cream or something. Yeah, be like, huh. I'm not even worried. Be funny. Oh, I'm gonna get... Be funny if the action hero get... just called up all his cop mates, and then rather than catch him, they just slowly ambled along next to him and just laughed at him <laughs> until until he killed himself. <laughs> I would be. If I was watching an action movie and I had that sequence in it. I'd be like, "This is going really dark, <laughs> yeah. really quick. I don't know how to cope with this." Because like the third, like the little I'm imagining, he's like 13, yeah, yeah. and he's like he's so ready to like get there. And obviously, because his dad doesn't love him as much, yeah. his self esteem isn't great. So having his cop friends just come and laugh at him, this kid yeah. just kind of like curls in a pool and just stays on the ground. Yeah, like just stops paddling and falls onto his side. Oh, like yeah, he falls onto his side, and then they just still laugh, and, they, and he crawls over. <laughs> And then he doesn't give up like he tries to grab this cop's gun and then they just shoot him. Like, Bang! Yeah. Paddling with a gun is against the law. And law. they don't even clean up the body, they just drive away. The idea like of, a, of the action hero on a Segway just circling around him. <laughs> 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 I 
What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Fuck up. <laughs> Even just him on a bike trying to shoot him as he segues around. He'd be so much faster. What about a high-speed chase? between? You know that Flow Rider film clip where he has the water-powered jetpack? Oh, yeah, I know those and things where they're like... <laughs> he's that and like a hang glider or a jet, <laughs> or a jet ski maybe. I don't, yeah. So is it like... It's like less like a like an action scene, of, like a chase, and more like the hang glider goes over and at that moment you have to turn on your yeah, bloody yeah. jetpack so you can reach up and just punch him in the yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah, Like an uppercut. <laughs> yeah. A water-powered like, uppercut. <laughs> That'd be so scary because on a hang glider you're facing forward yeah. so you wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Oh, my God. And you're Sweet. just stuck in your suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet pain in the gut. And yeah. just like, shouldn't have stole those diamonds. Oh, my God. <laughs> the idea of being in a hang glider and being super injured because you can't let go. It's not like you can be like, I'll just gently land. Yeah, you yeah. just have to be like, oh, my God, ow, 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 not let go of the bar. It's, it's funny because if the dude on the hang glider took off first, he was like the moment, like he's in a hurry, he just stole something. Like he could get arrested. Yeah, jumps in a hang glider and goes, "Oh, this couldn't have come at a better time." But then, as soon as he's out drifting over the sea, he's like, "I've made a horrible mistake." <laughs> like a I really did not know how to uh, use this thing. <laughs> and then to finish things off, he just gets the worst uppercut <laughs> ever. A water by, powered uppercut <laughs> by Flow Rider. Yeah, <laughs> Flow Rider is the action hero in this. I would watch this. Yeah, I would watch Flow Rider uppercuts people with it because the amount of effort that, like, if you seen somebody use, like, actually set up and use one of those water powered jetpacks, it's so much setup. So it's just like really? that guy stealing the diamonds. Cut to Flow Rider just being like tying valves and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut back to the guy running to his hang glider. Flow Rider's like, "Are we good?" There's seven guys that are there to operate. Like, yeah, we're good, Flow Rider. We got to get this timing right because if he doesn't, that's Flow Rider like yeah, leaping yeah. up in front of the guy in the hang yeah. glider. Hello. Is that Flo Rider? Ah! So, so, so Flo Rider, how did the suspect get away? Well, I came out of the water. The suspect was front of me. I waved at him, <laughs> and then I went back down in the water. And then we were there for another hour, just trying to set the thing up, yeah. <laughs> hoping that he came back. Like, Flo Rider, do you think maybe that uh, a water-powered jetpack was maybe not the best way to catch the criminal? Yeah, yeah. Fuck would, you, I'm Flo Rider. <laughs> I would see this movie, especially if it's like Flo Rider, but Flo Rider's really anti-guns. <laughs> So he's got to come up with creative ways to kill the guy. (laughs) But then he gets too creative. Yeah, he's like, you could have just straight up a slingshot would have got this guy down. Like a hole in the uh, fucking glider, you'll be fine. Do you know how slow hang gliders are? They're not a good escape vehicle. Man, throw rocks at him. Just throw a rock at him. Anything, man, you're fine. Florida's like, I don't use guns, man. I don't use guns. Okay, Florida, we get it. You've been saying that for the last half hour. Flow Rider! <laughs> Blow my whistle, bitch! Look, man, it'd be cool if you came up with more creative things, but you're always in the gym or rapping. <laughs> like, you've got to use guns. You've got to, come on, man. And helicopters. Like You are so, a gangster. Come on, Flow Rider, what are you doing? All the cool rappers use guns. He built, like, a dirt-powered jetpack. <laughs> He's just flying around in a desert, like sand. Like powered by sand. It's like Flowrider. The chances of this guy hang gliding past again are so slim. Yeah. Get your own hang glider. You can make it dirt powered. I don't care. Really sad, like drama about Flowrider just getting like too entrenched and making the perfect like hovercraft or running on like like so like the first one's like an action film that culminates in that ridiculous sequence. The second one is like one of those sad documentaries about someone who has a plan that will never work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know that guy who was like, I'm going to build a suit with which I will fight bears? Do you know uh, that guy? No. He was, he's nuts. He's lost his family and friends because he really wants to build this suit that he can use to fight bears. 
Like, oh. protect him against bears. And he spent all his money on it. His, his wife hates him, <laughs> but he's super dedicated. And there's a super sad documentary about him because I think he does the first one and it looks like a piece. You know, when you see somebody, uh, you see it on like BuzzFeed and shit. It's like somebody's made Iron Man cosplay, but oh, yeah. super bad. Yeah. Like you're like, that's just tape and plastic. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. You're like, this, there's like 25 grand gone into nothing. Yeah. Why don't you just tape some aluminum foil to yourself? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you just use a gun? <laughs> Bears are scared of guns. Uh, in, in, in my blimp versus fanboat chase, what's better to be doing the chasing, the fanboat or the blimp? Oh. Because a fan boat is like, if it's doing the chasing, it's like it gets under the blimp and then just like goes beyond the blimp and has to turn yeah. around yeah. and keep circling around underneath. <laughs> I would like, I would like the fan boat to be doing it, but just going like in a really casual, oh, yeah. like just, yeah. just kind of taking in the scenery because they're like, what? A, how the fuck? Are Get we back really the diamonds! Yeah. <laughs> no. I think the fan boat would have to do a jump. At yeah, some yeah, point, like yes. and and possibly crash into the cockpit of the blimp. Oh man, yes, that'd be amazing. And get get wedged into the back. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they come out of the fan boat and start icing all the dudes in the blimp. Yeah, I love that somebody thought a blimp was a good getaway vehicle. And then yeah, there's so like subtle. <laughs> and there's like only one parachute. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, and they're like yeah. fighting over the parachute, and and the parachute spins on the floor, and and then it and then it goes. It falls into the sky, and it's up to the bad guy and the good guy to fight it out. To oh, like chase parachuting them. down? Yeah, yeah. Like, to para- like to chase the parachute that's oh, falling. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome. What is it? The There's like a, a action movie, um, oh, I forget what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, the, the first. Have you guys seen the first Robocop, where it's directed by Paul Verhoeven? I've seen yeah. bits of it. Yeah, I've also seen bits of it. I've seen the second one like twice for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's really weird because it's like the peak of action movies but it was directed by this dutch guy and he made robocop like jesus yes. so it's like this dutch art house director Making directed bloody this robocop action movie so that's why it's so good because yeah, it's got awesome. this kind of robocop is died and then he when he gets shot they make sure he shoots him in the arms so he goes it's like he's crucified yeah, like yeah, jesus yeah. <laughs> And then he's resurrected, um, and there's this scene where he kind of he doesn't mean to walk on water; he's just walking along some water. But mm. that was like symbolic, <laughs> and he did all this stuff like he he withheld this gun that they said the vo- scene was too violent, so he he purposely didn't shoot that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he just showed the executives the film, and they're like, "Well, what? Where's the bit where he's getting shot?" And he goes, "Oh, you told me it was too violent." And they're like, "Put it in," you know what <laughs> I mean? So they gave him the extra funding. Yeah, yeah. And That's then, awesome. but then it's weird watching RoboCop two because it was directed by the. It was directed by a guy. He's not. It wasn't George Lucas who mm. did Star Wars, but he was like associated with him. Oh, okay, and yeah, like yeah. Indiana Jones yeah. and stuff. So it's just got this really kind of the violent, gritty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the violent, gritty RoboCop, and then the second one's just like this kind of funny. <laughs> like it's really weird, yeah. but it's still violent. Like all I, all I remember from RoboCop two is there's like a sequence like a, a, a bloody montage of robots killing themselves that does happen right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like oh we tried to make robocop again but for some reason they're all suicidal i think one just shoots himself in the head yeah 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 that's yeah. super hectic yeah why yeah. why would that be a thing that could accidentally happen to your robot because everything robots do have to be programmed yeah, exactly. so at one point something's yeah. like just in case <laughs> Suicide option. In case he gets sick of his life, <laughs> let's just give him an out. Is that <laughs> like, not like? But it's not like a fundamental like a suicide pill where it's like if you have no other options, you will kill yourself. <laughs> it's just like 
If you're feeling a bit down. Yeah, if you're feeling sad, this is a choice. Robots are now designed to have depression. (laughs) Why would he do that? I I, I think it's an illustration of the dumbest robot. (laughs) It's so dumb. It doesn't know how to kill itself, and it's that dumb. It's the first thing it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be super funny if none of them had programmed that in. They're like, yeah. right, here's our new robot. It's just like, Poof. they're like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's not all. How? <laughs> Check through the program. Just a glitch. Yeah. Then I'd be worried. I'd stop making robots after yeah. one killed itself. It's... I'd be like, whoa, guys. <laughs> they can kill themselves. They could they kill, could us, kill us. Yeah. Then that's the start of a new action movie. But that, that's <laughs> the coolest know. thing about the uh, the first Robocop is it's like a comment on society. Mm, yeah. Like how... It, how money controls the police. So it's got Detroit. It can't afford police anymore. So this company, OCP, buy kind of Detroit. And then they they, they look after the police, but they've made it like a greedy company. So Robocop can't kill anybody in OCP. Like that's part of his protocol. And then in the end they go like the the CEO says to the guy, the bad guy, he goes, you're fired. And then that (laughs) means Robocop can shoot him then. So Robocop's like... Just, just like ices him. Too like it's, it's oh man, it's. So I love good. that there was like a Kickstarter, a crowdfunding thing that was like, we want to make a statue, a life life size statue of RoboCop for Detroit. Yeah, which got funded, which got made, and Detroit is just sitting there going, no, 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 no. Yeah. Detroit's like, we have a lot bigger. Yeah, 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 like, like we, like, have you heard about the car manufacturing that is no longer happening? Yeah, yeah. we're basically a hellhole. <laughs> yeah. Sort that out first. Yeah, apparently. That's an idea. <laughs> apparently, the center of Detroit was a bit apocalyptic at one stage. Or yeah. like it was like. It's just so crazy that yeah, it's, I think it's sixty thousand dollars that statue Jesus. cost to make, and they're like that. making it out of like this weird fake gold or something, yeah, and and like it. the mayor's like just sitting there so frustrated, like <laughs> sixty thousand dollars. We could have used, used that. We could have used that. You sons of bitches. <laughs> could have filled in like four potholes. <laughs> so going on like what we were talking about before, like having you were, you were talking about having a chimp as, like, yeah. as a partner. <laughs> Way back when. Way back when. But, I want, okay, I want to talk about how, like, in the 80s and kind of the 70s, that was just, like, the done thing for an action film. We added a chimp or an animal or whatever, just, yeah. just like, I don't know, like, to liven things up. Yeah, well, back yeah. in the 70s, everyone was very stoned. Yeah. <laughs> so chimpanzees were very funny. Bring a chimp in. <laughs> and then in the 80s, everyone was quite greedy. I don't have to pay a chimp. Yeah. <laughs> and that is why chimp movies are so popular. I love the idea of like some executive and he's like, I've got this idea for a film and it's all chimps. And they're like, why would you, this is going to be a bad film. And he's like, ah, ah, clicks a slide. You don't have to pay a chimp. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> That's how Planet of the Apes became. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's a, we'll, we'll put Michael J. Fox and Tom Selleck together in a hotel movie. Yeah. They're like, Ah, oh, Tom Selleck, it's going to blow the budget. Get a chimp. <laughs> exactly. And then that's how Dunstan checks in his born. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any film that has an animal in it, they wanted someone <laughs> super good. And yeah. we're like, don't have to pay a dog. Chuck <laughs> a dog in. K9, nothing to do with dogs originally. <laughs> K9 Turn has fucking, like, Jim Belushi in it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, true. where's the bar at that point? <laughs> in any which way but loose with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He was meant to just carry around Marlon Brando on his <laughs> yeah. back. <laughs> and then that... Oh, man, he hasn't done... <laughs> He's so relieved. They're like, okay, uh, Clint... <laughs> 
<laughs> you just have to get to carry around a chimp. He goes, oh, that's, that's good. Oh, my God. That's such a relief. That's such a relief. I was, I was have to Marlon Brando. Brando. <laughs> Imagine if Brando just being like putting his arms out and being like, eh, yeah. uh, pick me up. <laughs> Big baby. Pick, me up. pick up Brando. <laughs> Put Brando on your back. Yeah. They had to send the script to Marlon Brando and he goes, Wow, I get to pick on Bikey? Great. Sick. Just imagining between takes if it was Brando. Yeah, yeah. Just like subtly whispering in Clint's ear, I'll never be as good as me. Marlon Brando, king of the world. Literally the best thing that's ever happened to cinema. What the fuck are I'll- you doing, Clint, you bitch? <laughs> Marlon Brando <laughs> pissing on Clint is so funny. Clint, you son of a bitch. Marlon fucking Brando, champion of the world. I met out with James Dean. What the fuck have you done? <laughs> Clint Eastwood taking it all with like a stony silence. Yeah. Mm, yeah, well, you know what? In the future, you're going to be in the island of Dr. Rowe and I'm going to direct Mystic River, <laughs> an art house classic. So take that, Brando. <laughs> It's super funny to imagine um, Turner and Hooch with another guy. Let's chuck Malon Brando in again because that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Just slobbering all over Tom uh, Hanks. Don't eat the car. He's like eating a car. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Damn it, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando just like lolloping up to him. Lolloping? Lollapalooza. <laughs> if you could have an animal companion in like an action film starring you, what would you have? I want a chameleon. <laughs> it's so tiny. So... Yeah. He's not so going to stop the bad guys. So useful. But he can get into vents. That's true, so yeah. That's like, sick, we need to infiltrate this place. You put a chameleon down, it goes into the vent, you're like, I don't know. I don't know how I'll know if it did well. <laughs> it's got to catch, you gotta, you've got to catch out the bad guys, like, by getting their thing on tape. Yeah. yeah. And the, you strap it to the chameleon, and then uh, you get him to confess, and then he goes, What? There's no one here. And then uh, in the wall, like next to a toaster, is like Ugh. doing that thing with its eyes, like yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. chameleons, always watching. See, that's why I want a chameleon. <laughs> the ever vigilant bug. Bug? <laughs> Lizard. <laughs> Reptile, even. Dumb cunt. Yeah. Um, but the, the chameleon Jesus. has to wear a leather jacket. Yes. Like a black leather jacket. Like it does. Like, look, Zoe, look, we're MI6 and we're not spending the budget. 
on making leather jackets for your chameleon. <laughs> Frankly, I we don't want you to have a chameleon. <laughs> and I'm like the the like the head of the CI's daughter, just really bratty. I'm in a pink tutu the entire. Film. Give me a chameleon. I want a chameleon in a leather jacket. Daddy said I could. <laughs> Why? Why are we setting her on such important missions? But I guess you're doing well. Like the chameleon does work, and plus you can hold him by his tongue and lower him Mission Impossible style into a room. That's pretty good. See, my film's alright. I like that yeah, you're yeah. having an untrained boo-boo. <laughs> You'll die. <laughs> just like it on a chain collar. And I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but how good to like take it into like the base of the enemy and just be like, go, go, go. I just run and hide behind a car as it's like <laughs> tears them apart. But that could go one of either two ways. Like it could go insane or it just sit there like eating fleas <laughs> off itself. <laughs> Damn it, Hiroshima! Uh, uh, Hiroshima, <laughs> whoa, Hiroshima. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say... <laughs> I meant Good. to say Horatio. Horatio. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say Horatio? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you just let it, you let it loose and it does more damage than you intended to. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's a metaphor, guys! It's a metaphor just like, for war crimes. Telling the colonel, you're just like, you can eat your words, colonel. <laughs> I thought you said that the untrained baboon was a bad idea, but not only did it eat all of the yeah. <laughs> all of the uh, the villains, uh, it accidentally bit my partner's face off. <laughs> so, some good, some bad. Some, some good, some bad. <laughs> the idea of me letting it loose and it just turning, I'm like... Get him, Hiroshima! He just turns around and tears at my face. I'm like, why? Why, Hiroshima? I'm just imagining, like, right at the end of this, like, as the credits are rolling, there's this great kind of, like, photo montage of you guys just hanging out casually after you've saved the day, and I just want, like, the last one to be, like, you with your untrained baboon with your pants pulled down next to it, you both showing your bums. (laughs) Just, like, really coily. And then the next one, it tearing my face off. Like, it'll be a sequence of photos. It's, like, us eating ice cream, and then us eating ice cream, but it's tearing my face off. Us on bi- like a tandem bicycle, then us on a tandem bicycle, but it's lapped off and it's tearing my face off. <laughs> Jackson and Hiroshima take on the world. Or if you find some, <clears throat> you find some place for it to hang out where it finally it's a rational behaviour fits in, like it, it's a lawyer, yeah. something like that. Like yeah. my baby's uh, growing up. It's <laughs> just like oh, I finally found a place where he's crazy. Like uh, he's, he rides off on a Harley. Like uh, a Godspeed, Hiroshima. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> so, what about you, Kappa? What would you do? What about like the most boring animal ever? Like a sheep. <laughs> like just hang out with a sheep. Because <laughs> a sheep is not like at least a baboon might cause some damage, and you can not train a chameleon, but you can probably again get it to record people. A sheep's just gonna be like. Man, it just sits there. Like, you just have to carry it around. Like, it never does what you want it to. It just walks around. Like, I I think at the end, there could be, it could actually be a very dark, emotional cop movie, like, let's say, like Zodiac or something like that. Like, it's really dark. But at the end, when the villain is getting away, he just trips over the sheep. That's it. (laughs) You're like, told you. (laughs) Told you. But on the cover, it's all like, 
all the titles and stuff are really cartoony. Yeah, it's like got me wacky. like with a sheep, oh. like eh, eh. it's just this really in depth. Like, this is not what I expected. Like yeah, people being stabbed to death and like all these clues and like I'm trying to find out the mystery. Yeah, it's you ruining like, my life. You're just, like in. really dependent uh, on uh, this sheep uh, psychologically. It's, uh, like, uh, it's like we have to let him. It's it's uh, the psychologist said he needs to have. The he sheep. needs to have the sheep. Look, it's a therapy sheep. <laughs> it's a, it's whenever a therapy he gets, sheep. Whenever he gets mad, he's just sitting there, like, and then you're just grabbing like clumps of wool, just so calm. Where is he? Fluffy clouds. Oh, my God. It's like the end of uh, Silence of the Lambs where it's like a twist, like a we bust through the door, we're in the wrong house and I'm wandering through the, the black and the, and these were the killers were in the night vision goggles. Yeah. He just trips over the sheep, like down the well. <laughs> <laughs> now he rubs a lotion on its skin, huh? Yes. Ah. Ah. Is the sheep trained in your mind? Or is it just sort of sitting there? No, it's horrible. Like the sheep just runs where it wants. I've got to catch the sheep. Yeah. It's very like annoying. Like the sheep runs in one and direction, the perp in the other, and you're like, I. At the, the end, I just let go of, of the sheep. Like the sheep isn't yeah. mentioned. Maybe and then you it saves the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you both get medals, like <laughs> the end of Star Wars. So I've got some fun facts. Okay. About Die Hard. Oh, good. Which is undoubtedly it's the also greatest. A movie I've never seen. Really? I know oh. the basics. We're gonna watch all of Die Hard. I have all the Die Hard movies, and I will <laughs> watch them all. Bruce Willis is in a building. Doesn't have shoes. <laughs> Die Hard. Cinematic gold. <laughs> uh, Alan Rickman, who plays. Yeah. Oh, he's the best villain. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's so good in Die Hard because he's like a villain, but he's so realistic because he couldn't because he's he's taken over this building, yeah. right? And then McLean keeps doing things to him, but rather than most villains where they're like, "God damn," and they shoot someone or something, Alan Rickman's just really he's pissed off because he couldn't be bothered dealing with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like. Ah, again? Like, <laughs> That's It's awesome. really good, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this film, this was one of his first cinematic roles. He'd been a stage actor for a really long time oh, yeah. uh, before he did Die Hard. So when every scene where there is a shootout near Hans Gruber, Rickman was flinching at the sound <laughs> of the blanks. So pretty much the entire film, there is no, like, reaction shot of the guns going off and um, Rickman's face because all of them, like, the director stated that all of them, he's just, like, really squirming and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, just, they're terrifying Alan Rickman. Like, Please stop! Oh. Oh, oh, oh my god! What you gonna do, Snape? <laughs> so one of the infamous scenes in Die Hard is when John McClane falls down the elevator shaft. 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 Because so that scene was actually an accident because the stunt double was meant to fall and then grab the second uh, second tier down or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then just fell, so they kept that in. <laughs> oh, God. So thought, did he die? No, he was fine. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to say that that was an accident and Bruce Willis just tripped. Yeah, and Bruce Willis <laughs> fell down an elevator. <laughs> ah! And Nothing, the, this in. was the keep end in, of the film. Good. Yeah, Bruce Willis never did anything else again. Paralyzed. Um, Paralyzed legs. Like, Broken. Uh, uh, what was it? Christopher Reeve style. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. I saw the director's cut of, like, Robocop, like the director's commentary, because mm. I'm lonely. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it's there's this bit where they push this hostage out a window. Yeah. But it's a dummy, so the dummy bounces. <laughs> but you don't notice it until yeah, in the director's out. commentary they point it out. So uh, Die Hard was based on a book, Nothing Lasts Forever, yeah. which yeah. Um, which surprised me when I found out yeah. that Die Hard was based on a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at, at the time of production, Clint Eastwood owned the rights to this novel. And had start like had bought the rights, thinking that he was going to 
play John McClain. Derek and Marlon Brando. Yeah, Marlon Brando is Hans Gruber. You fucking play it. Oh, Clint, look, Bruce Willis is the new you. You're an old shit, Clint Eastwood. Go direct a fucking movie, you hag. Okay. Co-direct, not even real direct. Yeah. We could get Chimp. We could get Clint Eastwood in, or we could get a chimp <laughs> who has a wife in a building. <laughs> oh my god! What's that movie? Die Hard with a chimp. And this actually comes off the the Clint Eastwood thing comes off the fact that in the sixties Frank Sinatra wanted to oh my play god. John McClane. What? Yeah. How good would that have been? Holy shit! I did it my <laughs> way. Motherfuckers! What? 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 Why? Why does John McClane not have shoes on in Die Hard? Because isn't he relaxing or something? Yeah, he's relaxing. Yeah. He's got his um. Did he not have time to put shoes on? No. You got to watch the movie. I but... think the only time I've ever seen anything related to Die Hard is parodies of Die Hard, <laughs> which is not a good place to learn information about a film. But that's. Where it's all coming from. I make my family or whoever I'm with on Christmas Eve watch Die Hard. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh, let's watch A Christmas Carol. Let's do that. I'm like, Die Hard. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Home Alone 1 and 2 are my Christmas <laughs> films. That, that's your everyday film. That's my, whenever I want to watch an amazing tonight. film, yeah. Home Alone 1 and 2, which <laughs> are very similar to Die Hard. Yes. From what I've heard. <laughs> we always watch this uh, Parkinson Christmas special <laughs> awesome. where he has uh, Dame Edna. Oh, uh, yes. On and uh, Les Patterson, oh, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. character that Barry Humphreys mm-hmm. plays. But it's really weird because I didn't know, it wasn't until I started working in comedy, I didn't realise that none of it is fake, like it's planned. But when I used to watch it all the time when I was younger, I'd be like, whoa. Les Patterson just rocked up. Like, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, what a comedy goal. Parkinson didn't even know he was going to be there. <laughs> what that's an amazing cool. coincidence. And I thought the guys from the footy show wrote it. And I didn't know. I was like, how can, like, like this was when I was really young yeah. and I thought it was funny. I was yeah. like, oh, man. How can just footballers write such comedy goals? Like, <laughs> How lucky that all these footballers are also amazing comedians. Yeah, they dress up as women. Uh, <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah. the footy show's go-to joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's just... funny, men as women, what's also funny, rape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those... Rape, rape. We're going to do it and see what the backlash is. <laughs> Let's yeah. just try it. <laughs> Put our toe in. No, no, no. They're mad at us again. <laughs> I don't know why. Imagine <laughs> the footy show getting super frustrated. I don't get They do a parody of an ad yeah. with wigs on. Yeah, that's it. That's one in the bank. <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> that is comedy fucking gold. When I make an action movie one day, yeah. I had this thing that I had a, the start could be like a guy in an office. Mm. And he's running late for work, or, or running from work. Mm. Sorry, he's he's got to get home. Yeah, and he just, and maybe the start's just him running through the streets, just trying to get to his train. Gets to the train, it pulls up, but the doors are like closed. Yeah, pricks the doors open, jumps on there. It's like in Sydney, right? Mm. And then he looks around, and the train is just full of dummies. With, That's like, cool. bombs tied to them. You know what I mean? It's, like, all bombs. Mm. And it gets to, like, the Sydney Harbour Bridge and then the whole train explodes. That's, That's like, the opening sequence. Yeah. That's a rad opening sequence. I, I, I caught the train every day. Like, oh, yeah, this, this, I'd like this to happen. <laughs> People are probably going to take it off me. Like, yeah, James Cameron's <laughs> probably going to listen to this. Like, he's he's like, like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Next big one. Uh, Suck it up. Or if, like, that actually happens. Like, sometimes <laughs> yeah, it like, comes passing you? down your door yeah. being like, so... Heard about this on uh, the podcast yeah, yeah. that we listen to every week just in case of terror. Yeah, what what would be weird about that would be like, so there's a, 
There's cops listening to us and terrorists as well. <laughs> <laughs> terrorists Hello. are like, man, I need to know you at Sandspace Radio. They'll give me good ideas for crimes. <laughs> I go back to my house. Yeah, there's police. There's like yeah. a f- flowers by Irene van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes. up> front. <laughs> yes. The, the craziest thing about talking about those European directors, I've got this theory. Do you guys think like, because I, I, I went to India recently yeah. and they've got like the Bollywood movies there mm. and some of them are just so over the top. Two of the biggest, musliest guys running into each other on motorbikes and like crazy. It's yeah. like watching every movie is like watching Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> yes. like it's, but, it, but it's also got this gentle notion with it at the end, like he's always fights for good yeah. and all this stuff. And plus all of like those Indian action heroes are like slightly tubby men in their 40s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes it all the better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jackson's yeah. like, I can look up to yeah, this Yeah, like, he's an action hero I can relate to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I look, I look like Channing Tatum or, like, whoever our action heroes are now, and I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> Toppy Indian man with a mustache. Like, that's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all over the TV. Like, they're always, like, the pop star guys. Yeah. Like, you know. But, yeah, they even had ones that were, like, full muscle-bound dudes, like yeah. Arnie or whatever. Um, but then I was thought, I was laughing at that, like, oh, this is so corny. But then do you think, like, the Europeans look at something like Divergent or something or whatever yeah. and then just think the same? Like, oh, for sure. Oh, there's no, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not like... What, no what, class. The Americans have no class. They're making yeah, yeah, nonsense yeah. films. Like, I have none of this. The, what's his name? The Professional? What's that? The, Leon the, the Professional. Leon the Professional is like their most, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like their most corniest movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're like, it's ridiculous. Beautiful. <laughs> For some masses. Action movies must be beautiful. They must have vibrancy and beauty. <laughs> I know. Imagine being somebody from like Europe, that yeah. those, that kind of classy sort of class of directors and lo- looking at something like Divergent, you'd be like, what, I- what is this? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Is- what is this that people are consuming over there in America? Yeah, Just yeah. seeing like the 80th Transformers movie. It's like, <laughs> we get it because they turn into robots. I don't understand why there has to be so many. I get it. The first one explains it. You have robots who are also cars. Everyone's shirts get ripped. Why is everyone's shirt ripped? <laughs> why is no one more upset? Why don't they call the dinner? <laughs> That's super funny. No full Imagine- frontal sex. <laughs> Fast if Frontal sex. <laughs> it's very funny imagining that Germany just thinks that all the Transformers movies are trying to get across the point that they transform. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah, I got it the first time. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they transform. <laughs> right. Subtle, subtle. I enjoyed <laughs> that. Man being unimpre- You're like, i got to show you Transformers. It's amazing. It's like, I said, transform. Mm. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Well, fuck you, I like. But then the weirdest thing is... Shut up, hands. Europeans get... They get all that stuff so right. But then sometimes they just get comedy so wrong. Oh, yeah. The like, Europeans it, it, don't know how to make yeah, yeah, laugh. Yeah, <laughs> So dark. It's a generalization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of it, like, um, I just, one of the films I had to watch uh, for uni was Delicatessen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, it's a comedy, it's about cannibalism in like a post apocalyptic world. It's, they have to eat people because <laughs> they can't not eat people. Yeah. And they're like, Super what dark. a comedy gold. I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> You're showing me, are you sure this is the right film? Are you sure you didn't mean to show like a wacky film about a guy's deli? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I watched this, uh, Ger- I think it's German, yeah. um, horror film, which wasn't. Horror film, but genuinely traumatized me. Oh boy! <laughs> Called uh, Bo- Borgman, Bergman. Yeah. Um, and it's just about this homeless guy that 
I like the reason I got really scared is that the first scene is literally him and a couple of his homeless friends living in like some hole underground. And as I've stated before, mole people yeah, are not okay in my books. Mole people <laughs> really freak me out. And um, so we start off with mole people. And You're like, I'm in for a ride. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, turn it off, turn it off. Um, and so then, but then the whole film's just about these homeless people that infiltrate people's houses and then just uh, like slightly uncomfortable Jesus and, Christ. and just like really fucked me because like he, he like comes into the house and he's like i'm so homeless can i please just have a room for a night and then i'll go and the the wife takes pity on him so like, you can stay in the shed outside like of course you know yeah. and then he just stays and refuses to leave oh, until like everyone's really traumatized <laughs> and that is the film but that that is super German, though. Yeah, but it was like, greatest horror movie ever. And I was like, I don't think you understand horror. You understand uncomfortable. Ricky Gervais yeah, would but, do but, the but, adaptation of this film. Yeah. But I, 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 I reckon that's real horror, though. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, like, when I see something like, I don't know, like Hostel or something yeah. like that, it's like, how... Like, how creative can people be killed? Yeah. You know, like, when I'm sitting there, I'm like, I, I really I really don't want to watch this. Like, I really... But I, I saw the uh, the Babadook. Yeah. And I was like, so that's... Yeah. Whoa, man. So that's, that yeah. was real horror. That film like, capitalised on scary mums. They were like, <laughs> what's a monster we've not... Like, a kind of fear yeah. that nobody's capitalised on. Yeah. Fear of mums. Fear Everyone of is mums. terrified Let's of make mom. it a fear of mums movie. Actually, you are right, because... Yeah, if that film did make you feel uncomfortable, that's not really horror. Like, no. that's like saying Snowtown is a horror. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's like yeah. it's it's an uncomfortable film that makes you sad yeah. about the world <laughs> afterwards. Not, yeah. You're not like, oh my god, I'm so afraid. Yeah. You never jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I love, like, ah, love horror films. Using that I love toilet. that. I love yeah. feeling alive. <laughs> and then and then after that, after Borkman, I just was like. I want to go home. You want to shoot yourself like... But it started robots. off bad because of the mole people and I thought it was going to be a film about mole people. And, Kappa, you don't know, but, like, fuck, I hate mole people. I just don't understand. And they really, like, really freaked me out. And and it started off like that and I was with my partner and I was just like, turn it off, turn it off, it's motherfucker. mole people infiltrating your house. Yeah, and now, now I'm I'm scared of that. Just, That's another one to add to yeah, the list. Like, like more people didn't have fucking enough in my books. <laughs> now they're living in my house. Too. Don't want that. <laughs> Actually, at the moment, we've got a hole in our uh, bathroom wall where you can see up into the ceiling, and every time I get out of the shower, I'm really paranoid. I'm going to see someone just sitting in there watching me. Oh, now oh, I'm paranoid. Wow. Yeah. Not that there's a hole in my ceiling, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but of that scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's really weird when you see a scary movie. You're like, um, What's that one? What is it about when they go to Brazil or something and they're like, they're, they end up on some syndicate where they want to take their livers? I have no it's like idea. backpackers. Oh, I don't know that one. It's, it's, just, that it's one. a real backpackers new one. Yeah. Lose their liver. It's kind of a new one. Um, you liver, do you? And it's just yes. kind of got yeah, yeah. You right. do, you dumbass. <laughs> but I was like, that was one of those useless organs we've got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old liver. The old liver. What's it doing? For vodka. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, isn't it like you can not have a liver, but you just can't drink or something? No, Jackson. The, okay, so the liver filters all the toxins yeah. out of your blood. Oh. So if you don't have a liver, you die of blood poisoning. <laughs> Can you get a fake liver? No. They don't have, like, you know how you've got, like, dialysis for your kidneys? Yeah. They don't have that for the liver. So if okay. your liver shuts down, you die. Okay. Can Fun you get a liver transplant? 
Yeah, can? you can. Okay. You have to be. There's so many rules. You have to be so eligible. Like there's so many. Oh, you gotta factors. have a clean lover. No, that makes yeah. sense. Adam made had a really good theory about films. Like mm. I was telling him about my Bollywood theory and all that, and he's like. It's weird because I think the harder that people have it in a country, the more sensationalized the films get. Oh, so yeah, like, it's uh, like a form of escapism. Yeah, yeah. It's like so in America, that's why they have all those because you only have two weeks holiday off a year. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm just really under pressure at work. I only get two weeks off a yeah. year. After I don't get overtime. Time to watch some Avengers. Like, just give me some transforming just some robots. Nonsense. That's what I'm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to like Norway, where everything's really good. Like, you have free dental. Everything like they're <laughs> really clamped down. I, I think it's illegal to send a work email after hours. That's awesome. Just stuff like that. And then they're like. Let's go for horror. Yeah. Let's really bring ourselves down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're too we happy. Too, yeah. Let's depress ourselves. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like um, Mark Maron. I don't know if you guys listen to his podcast. He's got this really good um, thing where he's like about comedy. Like comedy used to be about people would go to the comedy clubs and it's like, oh, yeah, this will add a bit more onto my day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, But now people are like, I'm so stressed. I've got kids. I've worked 50 hours this week. This comedy thing better fucking work. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go in and just put pressure on the, on the comics, you know? <laughs> yeah. You make laugh. me laugh. I better laugh. <laughs> it's my last resort. I'll just kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Zoe Bellotta. I've been Nick Kappa. You have a comedy show coming up sometime soon? Uh, yes. Doing a Melbourne comedy festival show. It's... Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10.45 at the Imperial Hotel. It's called Kappa, and it's actually like the plot line of an action film. Uh, it's oh, about yes. me quitting comedy, uh, and then I have to go back. Uh, I, I quit comedy because uh, I made everybody laugh too much. I, <laughs> I killed my son and my wife who were watching the show. Uh, and then uh, in order to revive my son back to life, I must perform for Saddam Hussein. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he apparently has a machine that can bring my yeah. So that's that's what it's about. It's, <laughs> that's awesome. It's quite a serious uh, story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if you want to come, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks for listening. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.